All right, let's open our Bibles tonight to uh, Proverbs 19, and we're still studying the Book of Wisdom, and uh, have some great advice from God, and uh, everybody gets their advice from somewhere, and they take counsel from someone, and so a wise person will seek the Lord, and uh, especially through prayer, asking God for wisdom. But then also uh, learning from uh, the reproofs of life, wise men, and then getting good advice from the Word of God, and then obviously uh, right from the source, the uh, Word of God. All right, Proverbs 19, and look at verse 24. Proverbs 19, verse 24. A slothful man hideth his hand in his bosom, and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Smite a scorner, and the simple will beware, and reprove one that hath understanding, and he will understand knowledge. He that wasteth his father and chaseth away his mother is a son that causeth shame and bringeth reproach. Cease, my son, to hear the instruction that causeth to err from the words of knowledge. An ungodly witness scorneth judgment, and the mouth of the wicked devoureth iniquity. Judgments are prepared for scorners and stripes for the back of fools. So let's look at our uh, text verse, verse 25. Smite a scorner, and the simple will Beware, And so we're talking about, once again, um, to beware, to have an awareness um, of uh, danger and our surroundings, and to have this wisdom not to be gullible, not to be naive, so that you will not be deceived or uh, tricked. And so uh, it's what people do. Uh, there's con men that look for the simple so they can take advantage of them. All right, smite a scorner, and the simple will beware. All right, let's pray. Father, we pray that you bless the study. Uh, we yield your spirit. We pray that we would seek wisdom, make it the principal thing. And as far as this truth is concerned, that you would uh, reinforce it in our life. Help us to know the difference between investigating and being afraid. We pray that your Spirit would reveal these things to us and uh, make us wise for thy glory, and we'll give you all the thanks, and uh, we praise your name. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, we'll look at this later in detail. There's basically three types of people the simple is someone who is naive and gullible, ignorant, and uh, unlearned. So I know that that word is not a good word to some people. I know in Oklahoma, if, uh, if you called them ignorant, and they didn't say it's ignorant, they'd say ignorant. You know, you're, an ig you're an ignorant. Boy, then them's fighting words. You know, so you don't want to call some people that. But uh, basically, it means um, uneducated. They have not received the knowledge that they need. And then you have the fool 
who turns on God, lives a godless life. In his heart, he says that there is no God, and uh, judgments are prepared for the fool. And then you have the wise. And so uh, I've entitled this tonight, it's an old saying, it's better to be safe than sorry. It's better to be safe than sorry. And so you don't want to go into a situation unprepared so that you cannot defend yourself. There was an old saying in the Old West, uh, and it was a dangerous place. And it is today a dangerous place. But uh, they had this saying about a gun. It's better to have it and not need it than it is to need it and not have it. So it's better to suspect danger to protect yourself, and it's not dangerous, than it is to go into a situation simple and not to be aware, and then it to be a very dangerous situation. So this is a, an outlook on life. It's a perspective that you view life from, and the simple person needs to beware that they need to learn this. So conversely, a wise person is very aware. They beware all the time. And so the simpleton needs to learn, gain the knowledge, gain the spiritual discernment. And as we looked at last week, to beware, it's the ability to recognize danger and deception tricks, um, traps, and the word actually means to make bare. So in any trap, it's going to be disguised. You know, if, if you've ever studied even like a, a, an iron trap, it's very cruel. You know, it ha it's round, it has jaws, it has a trip lever, has a spring, what do they do? They put a bait and then they cover it up with leaves so that the poor innocent animal comes walking along. They don't see it. They step into it. It snaps shut and uh, they're, they're trapped. So we need, by God's grace, defense mechanisms. Uh, it's almost like an aura that you place around yourself three-dimensionally that you set up by free will and the wisdom of God and the Spirit of God in order to not to be afraid, but to beware that it could be dangerous. You're not overly trusting. You are not naive. You're not simple. You're not gullible. You're not easily deceived you know i have a a friend who's a historian he loves to tell these stories and i've been around him long enough to know he's going to interject a lie in the story to try to trick me uh, he told me this story one time his friend poor guy in iowa was slopping the hogs they were starving he tripped in the mud and uh, his poor guy got et by hogs, 
and all they found was his uh, shoes. And man, it sounded so real and convincing. And then he'd just, he'd look at your face. And then when he knew he had you, he'd just start laughing. Uh, you know, some people are like that. Uh, I, I don't really like practical jokes or things like that. But now, anything he tells me, I'll go, is this about Bob who got ate by the hog? You know, he's not getting me again. I, he's trying to set me up. So we want to be prepared so that lies, deception, tricks, traps, pitfalls, sales, pitches, cons, we are not going to fall into that. And it's sad to say it happens all the time. This is what the world's based upon because Satan is the god of this world and he is the father of all lies. So once again, you don't want to become overly cynical, but you do want to be skeptical. That's the word I was looking for. You, want, you don't want to be overly skeptical to where all of life becomes doubtful and negative, but at the same time, you don't want to believe everything you hear, everything you read, everything somebody says. You want to, you want to be prepared. So as we looked at in John 10.10, 10, the thief cometh not, but what? For to kill and to steal and to destroy. And Satan is the thief. He's coming. He's there. He is trying to steal, kill, and to destroy. Why did Jesus come? That we might have life, excuse me, life more abundantly. So, you ought to always investigate, always search, always study. Don't believe it just because somebody said it. Don't believe it if just because it's in the news. You know, the new fake news. When, when I was young, uh, how, does anybody know who Walter Cronkite was? Man, I'm old. He'd be on the news, CBS, this is Walter Cronkite with the evening news. And you know what he did? He just told you the facts of the news. And, and uh, everybody just, oh, this is the news. Uh, it was trusting. And then, uh, recent, well, in the last few, I don't know how many years, it became more of editorials where people gave their opinions. And then there was uh, agendas inserted into the uh, reporting. And it was no longer necessarily news. They may only tell you what they want you to know or what they want you to hear. And it's, it's totally changed. Uh, you can't trust anything. You need to search. You need to have different sources um, of the news and to get your information. So as we, we looked at last week, just, just a few examples. You ought to always expect a trap. Just search, look, is this a trap? Don't walk right into it. Uh, I, I say it all the time. If, if you get in your car, so if you're walking to your car, I know we're all guilty of this. Walk briskly, get in the car, lock the door. Boy, that's a deep truth. 
start the car immediately, drive off. All right? What most people do, they casually walk. They're not looking around. They get in the car. They don't lock it. And then they don't start it. And they don't drive off. This is how a lot of uh, crimes are committed. If, you know, and I tell my wife this all the time. If you're shopping, okay, the, the wife ought to have her hand through the handle and like this, um, you don't put your purse in the shopping cart and then go down here and look around for cereal. You, know, you say, well, why? Because that's what thieves look for. Thieves look for people to take advantage of. They look for people who are not beware that it could be a trap. And this is what they do. And so, if we took precaution by realizing it's a dangerous world, expect danger. Doesn't mean you have to be afraid, but be on guard, be very careful. And so, you should not make quick decisions. You know, have you noticed these sales pressure sales pitches? We've got this deal. It's it, but you get there's only so many left and act now. You know, I was well, I'm not buying that. I don't care if it was a great deal. I'm not going to be pushed. You're not going to push me into saying yes right now. I don't live that way. And there's a biblical principle. He that believeth shall not make haste. And it, it, it's far ranging, uh, has a lot of different um, applications, but you, you shouldn't have to decide right now. You know, no. I always say, I'm going to think that over a while, but you're going to miss out. I don't care if I miss out. I'm going to think it over a while. You're not going to push me um, into a corner. So a lot of times, you know, that people are not on guard. So as we looked at, in the old Three Musketeer days of uh, France, the Musketeers protected King Louis the Fourteenth or whatever in his royal court, and they had the big old floppy hat with the feathers and the rapier sword, and they would always say, uh, "On guard." And then, if they got somebody, it was touche. In other words, I got a point on you, and they would warn on guard because there was a gentleman-like uh, spirit. And that's what it means when you shake somebody's hand is I don't want to hurt you. I don't have a weapon. I, I give you the hand of friendship. I'm on your side. But, I, you know, I, I watch out. Just because somebody gives you their hand. Does, you know, have you ever seen the guy goes, you know, they'll shake you with this hand, hit you with that one. So you have to be very careful. You know, I've, I've always said, um, I'm going to look into that. I need to think about that. I'm going to pray about that. I'm going to think it over. And so, you know, I, I might have told you this story, but one of the uh, big events in my life that really changed me to this day is right when I got my driver's license when I was 16, um, I was dating this girl, um, and uh, she was a blonde, 
And I didn't know she was dating this other guy behind my back. And uh, I got invited to this house. And lo and behold, that's an Oklahoma term. Well, lo and behold, there was two guys just got out of federal prison for armed robbery. And it was the Lambert brothers. Boy, man, this brings me. They were 26. So I'm 16. They're 26. I find out when I'm there, this guy paid them some money to work me over. Uh, and uh, anyway, I'm, I didn't have my guard up. And this was, I was very naive back then. Um, but I'm walking down this hall, and they had a trap set up. So when I'm going to turn this corner, this one of these Lambert brothers, they're going to give me the roundhouse uh, haymaker. And, and all I remember is my blood just went like, like a, a, against the wall. And, and then they pulverized me and put the boots to me and all that kind of stuff. And it, it changed my whole life because I knew life was dangerous. I did not realize it was that dangerous. And you say, well, and I shouldn't have been there, first of all. And I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing. That's, that was all wrong. And I'm very glad that she went with that other guy, by the way. Um, uh, I saw her one time about 30 years later, and I went, wow, boy, I'm glad you had that guy beat me up. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, okay, so I'm going to have fun whether you do or not. But if you saw what she turned into, huh, it was no longer the sweet 16. It was, uh, well, I'll be nice. But uh, anyway, the, uh, I learned you can't trust anybody. You, wherever you go, you cannot trust anybody. Now, if they're within arm's reach, you're in potential danger, right? Because uh, I'm not talking about other long-range weapons, but if, if they're within arm's reach, uh, you're in potential danger. So what are we supposed to do? Beware. Look out. Now, by the power of God and the grace of God, you can have this spiritual discernment to do what it says to strip away the facade of the trick. To... to Strip it away. Uh, I haven't told this one in a while, but uh, when, when I was young, I, uh, I got a hint from one of my good friends. He said, uh, man, I want to set you up with a hot date. And uh, I said, okay. And uh, it was uh, a model. And she was really beautiful. And her, her name was Robin Haynes. And... Uh, to make a long story short, um, one day I went and knocked on her door unexpectedly. And uh, this person came to the door. It was a female. This was after a few dates. And, uh, and I said, is Robin here? And this is no joke. And she goes, well, I'm Robin. And I went, no way. And what had happened was she didn't paint her face. She, she 
it was it was worse than Jezebel. Her base makeup was about a quarter inch thick, and when she smiled, there was cracks. But um, from that point on, you know, if I ever saw one, say, hey, I'd like to see it without the uh, cosmetics. Uh, but anyway, I know that's a whole nother subject. But uh, I, I don't, man, is that, is that real? What is that? So, you know what Barnum and Bailey said? He said two things, one that I know, I'm aware of. The, the famous uh, man that started the famous uh, circus, um, he said, number one, there's a sucker born every minute, and I'm going to get all their money. And he did, became very wealthy. And then he also said that you get rich off of other people's money, you live in debt your whole life, and you never... Um, so you're not limited to your own limited resources, but a sucker is born every minute. They're just, they're, the simpleton is looking almost. This is the thing. They are looking to be deceived. It's almost like they just go through life on, who wants to trick me today? Who wants to tell me a lie? I'm ready to uh, believe it. And this is the difference between simplicity, a simpleton, and a wise man. And, and once again, you don't want to live in fear. What you want to live in is wisdom. And what does that allow you to do? Beware. Just to look around. Don't be so easily deceived. So what does the simple one need. They need the wisdom to beware. Let me read you some verses. In Proverbs 1.4, the book of Proverbs is given to give subtlety to the simple. Subtlety to the simple. The word subtle, and it, this is interesting, it means craftiness or trickery in a good sense. So the devil, the serpent, is subtle in an evil way to deceive people, steal from them, to destroy them. But subtlety from the book of Proverbs and God's wisdom is this ability to be crafty and not to get deceived. And it takes that. A lot of people just don't have it. So, the, uh, you know, the old saying like fishermen, a trophy fish is uh, hard to catch. And a big buck, a trophy buck, uh, free range, is hard to kill because a lot of times they're nocturnal. And you know why? They expect a trap. They expect a trap. Um, I've seen them. They'll walk out. They always go around and walk into the wind. They will never set them up for a gullible trick. They're always watching. They're always on the lookout. So life's full of traps, pitfalls. That's what life is. Um, 
Proverbs 122. How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? Why do you love it? How long will you love it? Why don't you get wisdom and quit getting tricked? Proverbs 9.4. Whoso is simple, let him turn in thither. The simpletons turn into the trap. Proverbs 14.15. Boy, listen to this one. The simple believeth every word. If that isn't, that pretty much sums it up. They believe every word. Well, that's what they said. You know how many smooth talkers are out there that could tell a woman what he thinks they want to hear? You know, and uh, they believe it. Uh, I can tell you a lot of stories where they got a hold of the checking accounts and stole all the money and emptied them and forsook them, abandoned them with the children. Proverbs 22.3, the simple pass on and are punished. What a verse. They don't say, wait a minute, I'm not going any further. What do they do? They just pass on. They get punished. Psalm 19.7, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Boy, isn't that a great verse. Psalm 119.13, the Lord giveth... Um, understanding to these type people so a wise person realizes how evil the world is and they need to be on guard so that they will not be tricked psalm 91 3 the bible talks about uh, protection from the snare of the fowler to where the bird loses its freedom it's put in a cage psalm 119 110, the wicked have laid a snare for me. That's what they do. They try to set you up. It's a plan. They have an agenda. Psalm 140, verse 5, the proud have hid a snare for me. They've hidden it. Now notice, what does wisdom do? It gives you the ability to see the hidden snare. It gives you that ability. Psalm 7, I'm sorry, Proverbs 7.23. The simpleton goes into the strange woman, ruins his life, loses his money and his health and his reputation as a bird that hasteth to the snare. They just go right into the trap, right into it. So the snare, this trap, it's on purpose with the sole intent of stealing, killing, destroying. And they're always camouflaged. Always. Now, I'd rather go through life and need it and not have it. I'm sorry, did I say? Oh, then not have. Yeah, wait, wait. I'll trick. I'm deceiving myself. I, I'm misquoting it. Uh, now, I'd rather have it and not need it then need it, not have it. Amen. And if you're aware, you're safe. You say, well, that's a cynical way to live. No, it's a wise way to live. Uh, because people get trapped when they hasten on. They pass on. They believe every word. So what is the Bible telling us? These snares are avoidable. They are. But we need to be very careful. 
if we recognize them through close scrutinization and, you know, the uh, read the fine print. Boy, how many people have signed a contract and they read all the bigger, larger print and then they didn't, they forgot to read the, you know why it's small? Because they're hoping you won't read it. <laughs> they're hoping you, you take the bait. They're hoping you make a commitment so they can take advantage of you. Let, let me just give you a few more verses and we'll be through. Matthew 7.15, beware of false prophets. Beware, look out. Matthew 10.17, beware of men. Boy. Mark 12.38, beware of the scribes, the religious leaders. Luke 12.15, beware of covetousness. Did you know when you want something, you're supposed to beware of that? You know, I'd really like to have this. Well, do you really need it? Could this be a trap? Beware of covetousness. Philippians 3.2, beware of dogs, evil workers, beware the concision. Religious people who believe you can be saved by adding works to uh, Jesus Christ on the cross so men are trying to do what the word is spoil they want to take what you have and steal it they didn't earn it they didn't buy it they didn't work for it they just want to uh, steal it just beware i'm not saying to be afraid the next time you're standing in a line it happens all the time beware how do you know who's behind you? How do you know they don't have a plot? How do we know? Pickpockets take advantage of people who are not aware. They do. Um, carjackers usually take advantage of people who are not aware. I know that there's exceptions to the rule. So if we are watching... God will help us. But if you just pass on, you're going to get punished. Now, we have free will. We need to pray for wisdom. We need to read the book of wisdom. We need to get wise counseling. We also need to have wise friends. And we need to remember that it's our responsibility. So I'm through, but think of this. Just as we're commanded, put on the whole armor of God... It's our responsibility. We are to beware, look out, watch out. Uh, what's that word? Keep your head on a swivel. Or what, what did you say there? Yeah, man. Just look around. You might. You'd be surprised what you may um, see. All right. Let's stand.